My name is Srini Basrao. I'm the host of the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. Oh, that's right. You do a podcast too, don't you? I'm, of course, uh, bringing you in, and I appreciate you coming on to talk about excessive uh, digital consumption, and that's, you've written about that, and that's where I discovered you is through the written word, yeah. but you also do podcasting. Talk about the whole media, multimedia stuff that you do. Well, um, I produce a podcast, as you noted. Uh, I write, so I've interviewed something like 700 people over the last 10 years. They range from bank robbers to drug dealers to performance psychologists to authors to entrepreneurs. Uh, they're all just people that I find uh, really interesting and I'm curious about. Um, I'm also a public speaker. Uh, so I think that, you know, to kind of get us to, you know, talking about what you kind of found me for is excessive consumption. Naturally, as a media creator, you spend a lot of time uh, consuming content. Like, you also spend a lot of time looking at what other people are doing. And what I just started to see uh, was that we live in this world where we are inundated with inputs. Uh, from social media to email to text messages to websites. We've never uh, been drowning in so much information. And it's really hard to hear the sound of your own sort of creative voice and your own thoughts if you are constantly inundated with other people's inputs. It's just not uh, a natural way for us to, to operate. Like, we were never meant to, to function like this. You know, one of the ways that um, we market this program, the Multimedia Cafe is one of the programs I do, and part of our part of our tagline is, is you know, um, we we you, we give you content in so many different forms, and we do interviews in multiple media's that sort of thing. And we right. of, we often joke about how you know we thank people for tuning in and checking out our content because you can get it in so many places. The other day, I was at the gas station, and Steve Harvey was giving me news at the gas pump. I mean, you can't even go get gas without uh, getting inundated by content. And so yeah, it's interesting yeah. that you this topic has um, kind of resurfaced in a new way, I guess, um, because the success of digital consumption, I've never seen it really from the creativity angle like that. I've, I've seen it a broad brush, but the way that you kind of dissect it a little bit was unique in its own form. Talk to me about um, what, what drove you to finally write this article, because there, it was a little bit of introspective from your part. Well, I think it was my own sort of personal experience, you know, uh, and it's kind of a fitting uh, question uh, given the timing of it. I just took 30 days off of social media, like, well, in January I quit, and i have been really stuck on a, a proposal that I've been working on for a book, and, you know, after 30 days away, the ideas just started to flow like they had before, and it was just, you know, a ton more writing. I've been publishing a blog post every day. Uh, so I, I saw that, wait a minute, you know, like, we aren't giving ourselves time to think. You, you know, if, you're, if you want to do creative work, you have to have solitude. You have to have time for self-reflection. You have to have time to express those thoughts. Um, and that requires being disconnected from the world. It requires not being inundated constantly with information because um, if you basically have your attention constantly shifting from one stimulus to another, which is pretty much the sort of default way that uh, most people live in the world today, it's virtually impossible for you to ever get to the point of uh, you know, being deeply focused on one thing enough to the point where it will lead to a creative breakthrough. Because what we know from all of the sort of neuroscience research is that one of the triggers of what they call a flow state is uh, you know, uninterrupted focus on one thing. And yet that is in such short supply in the world today. And excessive consumption plays a big role in that. Like if people reduce the amount of things they were consuming, they would find it much easier to reach that sort of heightened sense of, of you know, 
creativity, this heightened sense of awareness, this, this is what they call flow state. And so I think that even just you know being off of social media for 30 days, and I, I've been pretty mindful about the way that I use social media for the better part of the last few years, or at least I thought so. You know, I use distraction blocking tools. I've probably spent no more, I was spending probably no more than a minute or two a day on Facebook. Like I drastically reduced my use of it. But when I logged back in after 30 days, I think what struck me was how compulsive this behavior really is, even for somebody who is as disciplined as I am. I'm like, wait a minute, like, you are not making these choices consciously, whether you think you are, you know, whether you believe it or not. These are choices that are being made for you by the people who make these products, because what they've done is they've designed these things to be incredibly addictive. Uh, the, you know, I mean, they have people who are literally called attention engineers. I mean, and that, you know, people say, oh, you know, the, the mission of Facebook is to make the world more open and connected. It's like, yeah, but their business model is to sell your attention to advertisers. Those two things are kind of in conflict with each other. So I think that once you have this experience firsthand for yourself, which I recommend to everybody, uh, you, one, begin to question the value of things like social media in your life. You also begin to question the value of, of consumption in general. It's like, well, is this really adding anything to my life? I mean, I think my default rule at this point in my life is, okay, treat the information that you consume like the food that you eat. And if most people you know, ate food the way they consume content, they would all be overweight, probably have diabetes, and not be in the hospital. Because they just, you know, basically consume so much crap online. You know, one of my friends on social media is like basically the donuts of digital content. Uh, and that's a, a rather unfortunate way to, to live. I mean, it, it's just not healthy. I think it uh, causes us to disconnect from not only the world within us, which is something that somebody told me, but I, I think we get disconnected with the people that are right there in our lives at, in order to, quote unquote, connect with strangers on the internet, like people that we've never met, who we assume we have a relationship with, when in all reality, you know, we couldn't call 98% of them to bail us out of jail at 2 a.m. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. Our yeah. friends, they are friends according to Facebook, but they aren't really your friends. Um, and so I think that, you know, one of the other things that has come from this, and, you know, we're going off on a few different tangents here, but I think the most awful thing that has come from social media is that we've created this culture of artificial celebrity, right, where people can be famous for being famous, and being famous is suddenly accessible to people like you and I, as opposed to, oh, you don't need to be Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie to become famous, so we now have this sort of you know, really screwed up value system in which fame is, is a high priority for particularly for a lot of young people who've grown up on this stuff. Uh, yeah, and the danger of that is that you start measuring your self-esteem and vanity metrics, and that's like just a rabbit hole of absolute shit to lead to mental health issues, and all the research is showing this, right? We know for the last several years that, um, you know, you're seeing increases in anxiety, increases in depression, particularly among a group of younger people, and, you know, the, when we look at the research, that what's changed in the last 10 or 15 years? And there's only one thing, and it's, you know, social media and smartphones. Uh, we were never meant to consume like this. This is not healthy for the brain. So, you know, it's not just, you know, something that gets in the way of the creativity. It gets in the way of numerous other parts of your life. One of the more interesting parts of your article on excessive digital consumption and, and how that stifles creativity and <clears throat> bleeds into many parts of your life and i agree by the way i I went off social media for two years um i went off when i was going through a kind of a custody personal type of a thing i I went off social media and in fact after the year was done i stayed off it for another year because i enjoyed 
just not having it. And so I went back on primarily for my business as a form of distribution, mm-hmm. just like a newspaper yeah. boy, you know, that type of thing. Um, sure. And back in 2007, when my son was a year old, I got rid of our TV. So I haven't had a TV in our household for over 10 years. Now, we stream mm-hmm. things online, but sure. what I found was just not having the TV on, not having Fox News on, CNN, whatever in the background that eliminated commercials and that eliminated a lot of the fear that uh, a lot of content brings today, a lot of speculative fear in today's world um, when it yeah. comes to news and information and that sort of thing. That's a whole different side tangent. We won't get into that, but um, I wanted just to give you those uh, examples of my life so that, for one, to let you know my background, but two, also the listening audience to, to kind of validate what you were talking about is when you do go off social media, it is amazing how much introspective um, lo- looking within yourself can be done so easily because um, trying to just go to, go, go to a coffee shop and see how many people actually have a conversation and how many people just sit together and play on their phones. It's, it's amazing, you know, that type of thing. But um, going back to your article very quickly, Digital fatigue. This was a very interesting part of your story, your article that I found uh, to be a lot more accurate than I think people realize that throughout the day, I'm going to very quickly give an overview and then you kind of get into some detail. But throughout the day online, you make so many decisions that at the end of the day, you're you're done making decisions, even like what am I going to have for dinner and that sort of thing. Talk to me about that, because I think a lot of people are affected by that and they don't have any idea. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, right, so the, the premise of that whole concept was based on, like, well, yeah, hold on just a second. Sorry about that. Um, the, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about it this way, right, so what about Baumeister wrote a book called Willpower, and Willpower basically is all determined based on how many decisions that you've made throughout the day. So let's assume, you know, for the sake of simplicity, that you basically have a balance of willpower, like you have a bank balance. Um, and for every decision you make, that balance gets depleted, kind of for the same way that every purchase that you make, your bank balance goes down, right? Now, what happens with, particularly online, is that people don't view those things as decisions, but every link you click on, every email you respond to, every article you read, every Facebook post that you click like on, all of those things are decisions. They seem really inconsequential because, like, really, are you kidding me? None of these are, you know, all that important, and they're not. Uh, but the reality is that they actually deplete your willpower because they're decisions so that, you know, when you get to an important decision, you have a really hard time. And I, I notice in my own life, you know, nowadays, you know, you get on Netflix at night to, to stream something, uh, you're kind of like, what the hell am I supposed to watch? There's so many options here. And part of me wonders if the reason we feel that when we land on, on Netflix is because of the fact that we've had this, you know, endless sort of consumption. I know we used to joke about how, um, yeah, we were going to watch a movie Friday night, but then after 45 minutes of trying to find something on Netflix, we got tired and went to bed because there's just yeah, so exactly. much to choose from, you know, and you don't want to make a bad choice yeah. because your time is so limited and yada, yada type stuff. So, um, yeah, and I, I can't help but wonder if part of the reason for that is because we've already made so many decisions throughout the day. Oh, I agree. Well, I appreciate the time today. Uh, talk to me about what you got coming down the pipe and how people can uh, make you some money. Um, well, you know, I, I'm a, a professional speaker. I'm, I'm actually at a, in Colorado at the moment for a keynote speaking engagement, which is at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So I'm uh, just grabbing lunch. But um, Unmistakable Creative is the podcast. 